The recent cold-blooded murder of two Jewish parents in front of their four children is both horrific and shocking. To those who know it happened, it was easy to miss. To find the news on most large news websites outside of Israel, you have to search for it. A search for the last name of the couple on the large American news website CNN has zero results. Searches found one result on the UK Telegraph and one on the UK Guardian. The European Union High Representative for Foreign Affairs on Friday released a condolence statement and said restraint and calm are needed on all sides. No mention of bringing the perpetrators to justice. Regarding the incident, Israel National News reported, the victims are Rabbi Itam Henkin and Nama Henkin, residents of the community of Nerea. They were murdered by terrorists who opened fire toward their vehicle as they were driving between Itamar and Elon More and were murdered in front of their four children. The day before the attack, the Palestinian Arab flag was symbolically raised at the United Nations. Palestinian Authority Chairman Mahmoud Abbas spoke before the United Nations. Former mayor of Shiloh, David Rubin, wrote concerning this attack. As Israel bitterly mourns another two parent victims of Islamic terror, and as their bewildered four children are forced to bury their parents, senior Fatah official Mahmoud Alul, a member of the Fatah Central Committee, has proudly declared that the Fatah terrorist group led by, the Pal- led by Palestinian Authority Chairman Mahmoud Abbas is responsible for the heinous murder of Rabbi Itam and Nama Henkin yesterday in Samaria. David Rubin founded an organization to assist children affected by terrorism after he and his own son were wounded in a terror attack. These four orphans will be children who could be helped by David's organization, Shiloh Children's Fund. www.shilohisraelchildren.org This Saturday, there was another terror attack, this time in Jerusalem. This time, a stabbing attack. Rabbi Nehemiah Lavi, a father of seven, and Aaron Bennett, were, were, were reported as murdered in the attack along with two wounded. They were on their way to pray at the Western Wall. The American State Department condemned the attack and urged all sides to take affirmative steps to restore calm and avoid escalating the situation. Meanwhile, today, the United States is being blamed for an Afghan hospital bombing and the resulting carnage. Again, as I am working on Bible in the News, it is difficult to find news of this terror attack on large news websites. Why are these terror attacks being played down by the media? Why are they not on front page or featured on major news websites? Israel is often on the front page, and events that happen in Israel are counted as being significant in world affairs. For example... If Israel decided to build some new homes in the West Bank, it would be front-page news and most likely a special session of the United Nations would be called for. The media has been consistently biased against Israel for decades, and it is only becoming worse, especially seeing that the couple murdered were residents of the so-called occupied West Bank, where they were gunned down. In the eyes of many, this makes them legitimate targets. The other stabbings were in Jerusalem. 
in the old city near the Lion's Gate, again an area of controversy, desired by Palestinian Arabs as the capital for their future envisioned state. In the book Exposition of Daniel, first published in 1868 under the name Anatolia, etc., John Thomas wrote about the future of Judah, as revealed in the book of Daniel's prophecy. He saw that Judah had been broken and oppressed, yet their breakers or oppressors had not been ground to powder by the little stone power of Daniel chapter 2. On page 54 he wrote, Judah has been broken, but their breakers have not been ground to powder by the stone. The time, however, fast approaches, and the nearer it arrives, the more important do all questions become, bearing upon Judah's land and Zion, the city of their king. This statement, written almost 150 years ago, has incredible foresight. Today there is fervent controversy regarding the area of the West Bank and Jerusalem a large portion of the West Bank being the area of Judah, and Jerusalem, of course, being the capital city. Questions bearing upon Judah's land and Zion, the city of their king. Certainly, we live in the era of the controversy of Zion, Isaiah 34, verse 8, for it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. This day of the Lord's vengeance is the battle of Armageddon, Isaiah 34 verse 2 says, For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them, he hath, deli he hath delivered them to the slaughter. These verses create a strong connection to the next chapter, Isaiah 35, clearly a chapter of the, day, of the coming day, age of righteousness, the kingdom of God, when the desert shall rajoice and blossom as the rose. Isaiah 35 verse 4 speaks of this day of vengeance that leads to the kingdom age. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not, behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense, he will come and save you. In Revelation 16, where we read about the battle of Armageddon, it is revealed that the cause of this battle are the frog spirits that go out into the world and gather the nations to that great day. And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth, and of the whole world, to gather them to that, the battle of that great day of God Almighty." The dragon and the beast are political powers who are of Roman origin. Earlier in Revelation, the dragon gave the beast political power and a throne, Revelation 13 verse 1. The beast can be easily traced back to the beasts outlined in the book of Daniel and chapter 7 from the information given in Revelation 13 verses 1 and 2. The beasts in Daniel 7 are the succession of four great empires which ruled over the land of Judah, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. From this we understand that the dragon is a symbol of the Roman Empire with political power and a throne. The false prophet is a religious power associated with them. He makes the same pronouncements and is judged and destroyed in the same location as the beast, Revelation 20, verse 10. The false prophet is a Roman false prophet. 
the unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouths of these political and religious powers and convince the nations to make war against Israel. Spirits that issue from the mouth are teachings. 1 John 4 verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. These frog-like spirits issuing from the mouth of the false prophet are obviously some of the kind that we should be warned about. They are like frogs because of the destroying and corrupting effect of the frogs upon the land of Egypt when that land was judged at the time of the Exodus. Psalm 78 verse 45 says, He sent diverse sorts of flies among them which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. The word destroyed means to destroy, corrupt. From this we understand that it is corrupt teachings from political and religious powers that gather the nations against the land of Israel to the battle of that great day of God Almighty, the day of the Lord's vengeance. The media is the mouthpiece of the political powers, so it should be entirely expected that the media would be biased against Israel and in fact playing a role in gathering the nations to the battle of the great day. Revelation 16 is a warning to us to not trust the media. The media's treatment of Israel is distressing and dangerous. Distressing because of the injustice. Dangerous as we may become corrupted in our thinking of God's purpose with Israel. It is also a striking fulfillment of Bible prophecy that forcefully demonstrates that we are indeed living in the last days. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Revelation 16, verse 15. Return next week, God willing, to www.bibleinthenews.com as we continue, continue to consider the signs of the times. This has been David Billington with you.